This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You're listening to the 100% LCFC podcast, brought to you by 100% LCFC and Owen Palmerakin. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are. It's the 100% LCFC podcast and yes, we are back. Owen Palmerakin with you and I'm joined by former Leicester City striker Alan Young and the 100% LCFC chief editor Phil Holloway. But before we go over to our panel, a quick update for you in case you'd forgotten. Leicester City are third in the Premier League and they currently sit ahead of Chelsea, Manchester United and Liverpool. Not only this, but no team has beaten Claudio Ranieri yet in the opening two months in charge of Leicester City. Now let's head over to our panel. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you might be. How are you doing? Well, where I am, it's, it's def- most definitely morning. <laughs> it's around about, what, half past ten? At, no, it's not even ten o'clock yet, is it? it so, at the time of recording, no. Hello, good morning, everybody. Or good afternoon, if they're listening in the afternoon. Well, good evening. Do in Australia. Yeah, it could be night time in Australia. Do do Australia do in Abu Dhabi. Mm. Abu Dhabi's a nice place. You've been there? No, I haven't. No. Lovely. All the Sydney Foxes, hello to them. Sydney Foxes, yeah. The New Zealand, the Kiwis, the Americans. And Rob DeLille in, uh, in the USA, who has a number plate, LCFC1, would you believe? I think that'd probably be uh, worth a fair amount of money, that one. But let's move on. First of all, let's check out some travelling foxes, including Andy King and Jamie Vardy. But first of all, Shinji Okazaki was part of the Japan side that drew 0-0 against Singapore and also part of the side that won 3-0 against Cambodia in the Asian Cup qualifiers over the last week. Bad news is that Okazaki didn't score, but good news is that no injuries. Claudio Ranieri will take that, won't he, Phil? Yeah, I think you'll be pl- pleased that uh, he's he's got more international game time. But uh, he's done a heck of a lot of travelling, which is uh, a slight negative. But that, that's the phase that Leicester City are in now, where we've got players travelling all around the world to play matches. So nobody's grumbling on that. But the guy's he's been here, there and everywhere. He's going to come back a little bit tired. So Well, it's a sign of success, Phil, isn't it? I mean, we have so many players now that are representing countries all over the world. You know, that's what your Manchester United, your Liverpools, your Arsenals have been used to for years and years and years. Now we're on board. Now we're up there with them. You know, other big time Charlies. Yeah. We're alongside them. Our players are all going abroad. And and the manager, managers don't like letting their players go, especially so so far away, you know, uh, mm. to, to play international fixtures. 
because of injuries, because of jet lag and all that kind of stuff. So um, I'm very, very pleased to know that they've all come back safe. Well, not all come back yet, but they all look like they're coming back safe and sound. Four games for Okazaki without a goal line on both club and international duty. Do you think that this will probably negatively affect Shinji um, in, in the games ahead for Leicester City? It won't bother him at all. It uh, won't bother him at all. The goal that he got at West Ham was an absolute cracker made by Jamie Vardy, of course. Um, no, he won't bother him until... So long as we're winning. I mean, when I, when I played with Leicester City, we went about... We went about 14 games where I didn't score, but we were winning. You know, we were, we were playing well and winning, so it didn't affect you too much. If a couple of defeats start to come and he's not hitting the target, then people will start to, you know, and the manager will maybe think, oh, I'll have to make a few changes here and there. But at the minute, no, I don't think it'll be bothering him at all. All he'll be on is plenty of sleep. Mm. Yula, you uh, just mentioned there about the, the goal droughts uh, that you might have had in your career, and I believe you had a very interesting way of getting your goal-scoring form back that included a VCR and videotapes. It was, yeah. Joel used to send me home uh, and, and get all the videotapes out, all the games that I've played, and, and just look at yourself, watch what you're doing, watch where you are in the penalty, and watch your movement, and look at your goals and celebrate your goals. And that was his way of saying, get yourself back, and it worked. It worked because the, the game after watching all the videos and got a couple of goals. Fair enough, fair enough. Let's uh, move on and let's chat Andy King. Now, of course, he has helped Wales to the brink of qualifying for their first major final since 1958, which is obviously a long time, which would be an incredible feat for the Welsh. And a 1-0 victory over Cyprus, courtesy of an incredible Gareth Bale header and a frustrating 0-0 draw against a very defensive-minded Israel. Will Andy King be returning back to uh, Beaver Drive a little bit frustrated that his country haven't wrapped up their next summer? I don't think so. I think he'll come back uh, full of the joys of life because he's just played in front of uh, 32,000 cheering Welshmen and that should be every boy's dream to be playing in that sort of match where they were really cheering them on right until the 94th minute. Every, Every Welsh boy's dream. Yes. You just said every boy's dream. Well, yeah, trust me, it's not I mean, my dream I mean, to play Scottish for Wales. Scottish fans aren't going to go and support Wales, are they? No, right. no, that'd be like just a Scottish fan supporting England. I know, I know that, that is unheard of. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bash on. <laughs> so, no, Kingy, I think, would like that. He was took off with about 10 minutes to go yesterday. I, I watched uh, the game. and Missed I, a couple of chances, Phil. He, he had one on about the eighth minute where he was he was he strode into the penalty area, got a great little ball through to him. And, and to be fair, he shot it and the keeper just, Flicked it out with his foot and saved it. And I think it was Ramsey should have headed it in. But he, he, I thought Andy King slots in there nicely. I mean, Gareth Bale's what the most expen- or was the most expensive player in the world, I think. And struts around as though he is, you know, a true world class player in that. Andy King doesn't look out of place alongside him in that midfield. And that, that's uh, only a credit. And I guess he might be a little bit disappointed that he didn't add to his two Wales goals as well. Of course, you, you mentioned he had a couple of chances there. Um, but what is it like? Phil, um, obviously you've grown up supporting supporting Leicester City all your life. To be watching the Euros next summer, potentially seeing Andy King, uh, Jamie Vardy, Gokhan Inla, these Leicester City players are playing in an international tournament next year. That is something that you probably haven't seen for a fairly long time, since 2004 when Ian Walker played. But before that, I, I, I have no idea. But I, I guess it's, it's really good as a Leicester City fan's point of view to see something like like that, Leicester City players playing in an international tournament, like you said, with the world's best of Gareth Bale. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's been a long time since we've had so many internationals to watch, and it's um, it's great to see them. I, I was thinking the other day, I remember, you know, Jungi's old striking partner, Mr Lineker. I remember tuning in in a caravan in the early 80s, or about 1983-84, when I think Gary made his England debut. We watched on some crappy little black and white portable TV, and we were all gathered around because it was a bit of a momentous moment to see, you know, there's something... Because we're obviously from Leicester and from England, there is something special to see somebody like Jamie Vardy go and make his performance. And again, on Saturday, we all gathered around my place and, and there was a, a big group of us cheering, to, you know, hoping, desperate to see Vardy, you know, score a goal. So, but it'd be nice next year in the Euros to see, you know, a, a big cross-section. It'll make it very interesting watching lots of teams and, and you know, cheering them on. I wouldn't have yeah. normally watched Wales play yesterday. but well, I was, Absolutely. I was, absolutely. Just what I was about to see, Phil. I I I tune in to watch Wales just to watch Andy. Yeah, well, I and did, how he yeah. gets on, you know, watching go on Kingy, you know, you know, you're not necessarily supporting Wales. I'd have loved and to then see him score the and then Imler and all those lads, if they're playing, I mean, you know, a lot of those players will be at the Euros. Yeah, you know, because their countries have qualified. And uh, I'm looking forward to the Switzerland game. And, by Christi- the way. and Christian Fuchs and Gokhan Inler are their country's captains. Captains as well, yeah. Which is just the pedigree that's in the Leicester City well, squad. Absolutely, at the and and then so. Who do we support at Wembley on Tuesday? Is it Switzerland and Imla or is it England and Jamie? Yeah, it's England, Alan. It's is England. You'll know that as a true England fan. Well, I should know better because I, I work for the Football Association. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I better watch what I say. I'll get hammered. No, no, I, obviously you want England to win. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing Imla. Do we know who, uh, which sort of... Uh, which sort of Leicester players are looking likely like they're going to qualify? In um, obviously, you you, you're, you're looking at you're looking at Switzerland, um, probably going to finish second in, yeah. in England. Austria yeah. in a good position. Uh, Austria in a very good position. England Denmark, there. Yeah, Denmark Casper, in a good position. Casper had yeah. a great clean sheet last yeah. week. Apparently, uh, and, and, a nil-nil draw. Yeah. Um, Wales, a, they're there almost. Wales almost there as well. So you're looking at like the contingent. Scotland. Of, Scotland, yeah, yeah. Potentially. They'll definitely not be there. Potentially. Well, we're going to to beat the Germans. <laughs> them Germans. Well, in, in all fairness, last time you played Germany, you gave them a very good game, didn't you? Well, it wasn't good enough, like, but um, you, you can't, you go, you can't, you can't be losing to, to countries like Georgia. Well, Did you bottle it last week? Scotland a bit no I don't think they're bald I just think they're only good enough in the day do you Something think so like the yeah. wheels came off a bit yeah. I feel sorry for Strachan because he's, he's really tried to he got hammered club. by the England supporters in San Marino didn't he did he yeah did you not hear them no no cheer up God is no, oh yeah and uh, I'm not going to sing the rest it would have been great to see Scotland and like of I course, said they've still the got more chance and Northern, Northern Ireland Northern has still Ireland got a chance. And Northern Ireland and the Republic, they've both got a chance. Martin mm. O'Neill's been doing that's different. No, that's different. When you think about that, that's different class, that. Every home nation qualifying for the Europe's. I mean, they have... They Euros, have it, apart from Scotland. They have extended it this year, though, haven't they? The uh, yes, they have. It's 32 uh, teams now. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, it, it, there's twice as many places available. Mm, mm, but still, the idea that... Uh, if, like Alan said, that all the home nations could get there, including... Uh, both both Ireland teams, uh, Scotland, Wales, and England. That would just be a fantastic feat for British football Absolutely. as a whole. Because Absolutely. when was the last time that that happened? I assume it's. I, I wouldn't have thought it's ever happened. No. Exactly, exactly. So you know, like, and, like and said, definitely not with football. World Cups. No. So. Hmm. Oh, it'd, be, it'd be fantastic. I mean, Good luck to them great. all. And it's Good in luck France, to them so all. it's more than more than it, you know. It's not that hard to get to even. But it'd be great to watch so many different games with so many different Leicester fans in it. Mm. Leicester players even mm. let's move on so to there's no Leicester fans in it on the pitch or anything 
<laughs> Let's move on to the Fox who starred amongst the Lions. Jamie Vardy, of course, uh, who we sent a large congratulations to for his first full England debut against San Marino on Saturday evening to secure England's place at the Euros in France next year. He started in a 6-0 victory and played the full 90 minutes against the footballing minnows that are San Marino. So, will he be pleased coming away from his first start, Alan? Well, I think first of all you've got to you've got to, I, I would I would like UEFA or, or FIFA or whoever to who who control all these tournaments to say to the countries if you want to take part in any of these competitions at least give us a decent pitch because that was an absolute disgrace for it an international cool. game an international and you know they're, they're playing at it and and that's ridiculous and that that basically spoiled the game in in, in a lot of ways. You know, a simple 20-yard pass was flying up off divots and everything, and it didn't help. So that, that's my first great part for that. It didn't help the game. But, mm. um, yeah, 6-0, 6-0. Jamie, I felt sorry for Jamie Vardy. Why? I really did, because he's playing up the front in what they call the, like the three strikers, a wide striker, they call it now, with Alex Oxlade, Chamberlain on, on the right and, and Rooney up the middle. And his job, if he's not getting the ball to feet or getting in behind, well, he couldn't get in behind because the only space, he only had 18 yards to run into because they dropped back onto the edge of their penalty area. So his job then, if he's not getting the ball there, is to start to run from outside to in to see what happens and let Luke Shaw give the width with his left foot coming up. Now, that happened at both sides with Nathaniel Klein on the right and Alex Oxley-Chamberlain, who I thought suffered as well, as well as Jamie Vardy. And it, it, for me, it didn't seem to work. He didn't seem to get enough of the ball. Um, and he never really got the opportunity to play to his strengths. And he, he was a wee bit, he looked a wee bit lost at times. He kind of wondered. And that little chance, when he when he beat the full back, the ball hit that huge divot. divot and he played tried to play it across the goal to Rooney. Now that's probably what was in his mind. Should I play it to Rooney or should I hit it? And I think in, in different circumstances, there's no way he would have put... Strikers, good strikers, ask Lineker, ask Gary, you don't pass the ball in the penalty area. You don't. You, you go for goal. And I think Jamie was a wee bit afraid that people might... Sort of, if, he, if he had missed, for people to turn around and go, oh, you know, pass you, know who, you should have knocked it across, but Give it to that Rooney. kind of thing. Because players can be like that. Players can be, you know, they can be like that. I've got experience of that. If I was Jamie, I'd have smashed it. I'd have said, head down, let's get a goal. Let's smash it in the back of the net. Alan, do you think he passed it to help Rooney reach that that goal-scoring record that keeps being branded around? I can remember watching a a documentary about when Pele scored that 1,000th goal. He said one of the players who was playing with him said, we didn't didn't try and score because we wanted Pele to get that 1,000th goal. We we passed it to him and it didn't come for a while. Is that the the sense that Jamie Vardy might have been in on Saturday? It would have been very unprofessional if that was the case. If you think that a player's only going to try and get... All the players are going to try and get the ball to one person so he could break a record. That is absolute nonsense. Absolute piffle. I mean, if I've got a chance to score and Wayne Rooney... Actually, if Wayne Rooney is in a better position than me to score, yes, I'll give it to him. Absolutely. And I would expect him to do the same with me. Although I doubt whether he would because he's that type of player. But no, absolute, absolute dross. There's no way that I would think... Oh, I better pass it because he's got this record coming up. Nonsense. 
getting the back of the net. It's a footballing decision. It's, it's, it's not. It's not a. You know, it's not, it's not pandering to the media. Jamie Vardy set up um, Wayne Rooney for his five hundred millionth goal and breaks all the records and everything. No, not a chance. It did fall to it fell to Vardy <coughs> on his left foot, didn't it? Yes. Well, which we we all know Jamie's not so confident with that left foot. Although yeah, but he, he yeah, can but do it. You remember West Brom away last yes. season? He, he's, he's, got he's, a left done, foot. he's scored a few of his left foot because I criticised Jamie a few yeah. times because. He was always trying to work the ball onto, onto his, his right, right foot. Yeah. And he lo- he lost possession and he lost the chance to score. And this season and the back end of last season, he was taking a chance. Yeah. He was having a swing and getting goals. Jamie Vardy came out and said that um he only ever hits one in uh, one good one in one hundred shots with his left foot. And he used that one up at West Brom last season. That's what he said in, in, in the media during the I think, I think he's been a bit self defacing there. You know, you say things to the press just to say, ah, okay, leave me alone. So, but he's, you know. he's not it's not his strength, is it? It's not his, his strength. Foot. It's not it wasn't my I am right foot. Yeah. But if I look back through my videos and look through the games, I scored most goals with my left foot. Did you? Yeah. Yes. Left foot and headers before right foot. So not only is he actually a left-footed right-footer, he's also a Scottish England fan. <laughs> Let's move on on that Don't note. punch him, Alan. Go ba- on. Knock him out from there. About, really. <laughs> Based on the full 90 minutes that, that Vardy played and, and, and the appearances he's made for England so far, should he be picked for England in the October, uh, in the October qualifiers? He didn't score any goals, Alan. He was played as a striker. Should he be picked again? Yes. Why? Well, he's only seen one game in 15 minutes with the lad. He's seen him on an absolutely horrific pitch. He's seen him on a pitch that doesn't suit the guy's these strengths. If he plays on Tuesday against Switzerland, you'll see a totally different Jamie Vardy with all the space that he'll have at Wembley. And I hope that Roy Hodgson stays with him. I think Roy Hodgson quite likes him. I think he's got a bit of a soft spot for him because I think he realises that somebody like Vardy could be his wild card player to take next year in the fact that just to have somebody like that on the on the bench or in your armory when you maybe ten minutes to go and you need a goal, he knows that he'll get lots of running out of Vardy. And I, I think Roy Hodgson's been quite complimentary at times, saying that he likes what Vardy does. And and again, if he keeps doing it in the league, it's it's going to be hard for Hodgson not to pick him. Yeah, absolutely. I think we asked Villa coming down to our place on Sunday, and that's a good thing to get, uh, not by thought, but you know by luck. But we've got an extra day to get our players you know all back in the fold back to beaver drive and get the stuff sorted out so um it'll be it'll be a big game live in the telly four o'clock kickoff gives a wee bit of chance to recover a wee bit more jamie will be looking to to bang a couple of goals in i'm an england player now i'm going to show the lesser city supporters what i'm going to do mm, of course roy hodgson uh, came out and he did say uh, that he tried to uh, sign Jamie Vardy when he was manager of West Bromwich Albion. But we did put the word out on the 100% LCFC Facebook page just the Foxes fans what they thought Jamie Vardy had done on his first full England debut. Craig Mitchell got in contact and he said, I felt sorry for him, to be honest. The England setup is full of overrated, greedy players that will never win anything again. Harsh words. Surely we'll get the views of that on the panel from uh, on that one in just a moment. Wetham Notrub got in contact. He said, usual Vardy did all the donkey work and to allow others to get into the game. Did seem like the other 
other players looked down on him and he must have felt like a stranger in the pack. San Marino played very deep, which prevented him from making runs in behind them, but showed that he still has the pace and forcing a few corners as well. Wasn't his best game. And finally, Lee Shaw Ladwa simply said he played his heart out. But let's go back to that first comment, Alan. Uh, in the England setup is full of, and I quote, overrated, greedy players that will never win anything again. Is that a harsh analysis? Well, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't say the word harsh, but I would say it's a wee bit misguided because um, there are not, uh, the England team is a very strong team. We're individuals. But time to time, they don't seem to get it together as a team. Um, but I don't think that they're, that they're a poor team. There are a lot of players in the side. We've all got opinions that I certainly wouldn't play. Um, and one of them hey. is... Well, to start with Jaggy Elka, I think uh, I think John Terry should still be playing. For yeah, I totally agree. I don't. I have I no idea. I, why I, John I do agree with you, but John Terry will not play for England again. No, well, he, and he yeah, said no, that. but well, yeah, but he did offer his there's services. Always, didn't yeah, there is, there's Cup, always something. I mean, when Chelsea came to our place last season, I thought they were absolutely outstanding. Well, John thought, Terry was thought, the best defender in the league John, last year John by, Terry, by, uh, by John Terry was so majestic, and I was never a great fan of John Terry. Never ever a great fan of him, but when I see him at our place, I thought, bloody hell, pal, you can play. You're so composed. You know, back to goal and everything. But we've all got opinions on who should be playing and who, who should not be playing. The person who makes that decision is the manager, is Roy Hodgson. So we'll wait and see what he's got up his sleeve. Mm, we certainly will. Final word on Jamie Vardy then, gents. I need one a one-word answer from you. Will he be on the plane to France next summer? Based on what you've seen so far, yes or no? Yes. Phil? Maybe. No, I said yes or no. Don't sit and you get splinters <laughs> up your ass. Um, Based on what you've seen, will Roy so Hodgson far, take I, I would The fact no. that he's even struggling to find an yeah. answer. I don't think, as it stands today, no. But after, after I expect him to have a great season, yeah. and therefore I think he'll be his wild card player. Where we'll, people I will, I think say, Jamie Vardy's him. going to go. So I, I think he's that type one. of character. He'll get it in his head now, and he's the type of person who say, "I'll show him. Yeah. I'll show. I'll make him pick me." Mm. Because I do think he did look like he was he was a bit left out, and I I didn't hear at half time because I was out sorting out beers and pizzas. But Ian Wright apparently commented that. He'd watched him in training and Vardy did look a bit ostracised by some of the players in training. And, and to be fair, when they were celebrating the goals, I did note Mr Vardy wasn't sort of included as part of that. I don't think that's deliberate. I don't think for one minute... Just new boy stuff. If, if I was a manager of the England team and I saw that happening, I'd stamp it straight away. I would hammer the other players mm. if they were ostracising one of the players that I brought in. Mm. Mm, indeed. Interesting one there, guys. What do you think? Let us know your opinion. 100% LCFC on Facebook at 100 LCFC on Twitter and why not get in contact at www.lesterfantv.com You're listening to the 100% LCFC podcast Alan I certainly am John and what a great listener is as well That's because you're on it And you And uh, Owen And a little Bill. bit of Phil as well Where yeah. can we get it? We can get it at leicesterfantv.com So don't miss out folks Go and listen Welcome back. It is the 100% LCFC podcast. Now, guys, let's chat Aston Villa at home for the Foxes this Saturday, of course. A very good opportunity to gain another three points, isn't it, Alan? Well, absolutely. Um, the game's on a Sunday, which is, which is yeah, sometimes it's quite nice, you know, four o'clock kickoff. It gives 
a wee bit extra edge to it. And I'm sincerely looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting all the players back into national duty, safe and sound. And um, and I'm looking for us to win, to win the game. I'm, I'm so confident in beating Villa. Mm. And of course, it wasn't the greatest performance last time that the two sides met. Uh, I think it was a 3-1 drubbing in the FA Cup at Villa Park. Uh, Scott Sinclair scoring that day. Andre Kramerich scoring for Leicester City with a very fine header. Do you think we could see Kramerich on Saturday? Well, I think so. Um, depending on how, how Jamie turns turns up and uh, I know Kazaki gets back safe and sound. He might be the one concerned that might let Kramerich into the team because he's travelled so far. Mm. I was just going to say, um, after the international break, Leicester City will be left with a, a few tired players. Of course, well, Jamie Vardy still has to uh, travel to Switzerland uh, and back on Tuesday. Um, will it allow the tinker man to truly tinker? Yeah, but that, you see, that, that question now doesn't really uh, come up in, in, in my mind because we have got such a strong squad and we've got an awful lot of good players that haven't been getting a game. And if it's not, if, if Kramaric were to come in up front for Okazaki, fine, I'd be happy with that. If Imler came into midfield instead of Danny Drinkwater, I'd be happy with that. If Christian Fuchs comes in at left back, I'd be happy with that. If Joe comes and plays up front, I'd be happy with that. I mean, we, we sent a team of Berry that could have played in the Premiership and probably won a couple of games. Mm. You know, so and it doesn't bother me now. It does, if the manager wants to change things around, let's hope it works. Because the players, he's got good, good, good international, fantastic players. Strikers, midfield players, defenders, the, the whole kit and caboodle. And it's not, it, you know, it's not, down, it's not, not in me to think about, about Aston Villa. Not really bothered about them. It's how we play. We've got the players that can win games like this. And I'm quite sure we will. Mm, indeed, of course. Uh, Phil Leicester City currently sit in the third place in, in the Premier League on eight points. Crystal Palace above them and Manchester City uh, ahead of Palace as well. Um, but obviously Leicester City won't be looking to go back at the table now. I think Claudio Ranieri is really, uh, what well, he said before, didn't he? He's put the ice on the players' head to make sure they don't get too ahead of themselves. But Leicester City will want to finish uh, on, on Sunday evening ahead of Crystal Palace, won't they? Well, they'd like to, and I mean, I'm looking at the table now and can see Villa in 12th position with four points. They've won one and drawn one. Mm. They've also lost two. So I think if Leicester are going to, we're all hoping this is the season where we're pushing on mid-table, maybe higher, maybe towards the outskirts of European places. So if, if we want to do that, games like Villa at home, we really, we they really are, want they are, to be... They are must-win games, yeah. aren't they, Alan? <laughs> no, no, not no. a must-win game. I don't think even I'm going to say not a must-win game. Don't start like, that nonsense. Once, well, you know, must-win like, game. I think we'd like to find I've been waiting so long I'm to just, get I'm just, I, think I just hope John Sinclair doesn't turn up any minute because <laughs> he says that all the time as well. I think a must-win game. It's a game... We should win. We, we could and win. should win. We will win. Yeah, I think so. And I, I, you know, I know, I, Alan. I was just saying. I know you were. I think Villa have, <laughs> have strengthened over the summer, but I actually think they lost more over the we summer. They have. Delph's gone. Benteke's gone. Not, how, can that, how can that be you know, strengthening? Well, exactly. That's what I say. They've brought some players in, but they've lost better quality players. So for me, they're one of the teams where I'd like to think this season, if, we're, if we are going to have that better season, that we now start to, at home at least, mm. beat teams like... Well, the thing is, I remember the last home game against Aston Villa, we absolutely panned them. A 1-0 victory, and that, I have to say... No, it was a 0-0, nil, wasn't it? No, it was a 1-0 victory. Was it really? A 1-0 victory, um, and... Oh, yeah, I remember, leaving, Kieran, the ground, Kieran I remember leaving the ground, sorry, and saying to his supporters on the way out, 
That's going to be the best I one. It was a draw. I thought it was nil nil. I think well. you're wrong, Owen. I, I think it was nil nil. I thought that was a one nil victory for Leicester City. Well, you get on Google, Owen, and then you, when you've told saying, us you're wrong. I remember <laughs> saying the supporters to me, that's the best nil nil draw you're ever Yeah, I remember you saying that. It was a draw, definitely. Nil nil or one nil nil. Get your facts right, son. Well, I'm just going to fill for a minute while Just get your facts. You're going to, I'll fill for you, right? You're not going to do anything with me. Okay, you fill for me, Alan. Alan, what have you got to say? What have I got to say? Well, as I say, I'm looking forward to seeing all the players back. I mean, it's two weeks since we've seen a game and we're all itching. And the big thing I think that we've got in our favour, apart from being at home, is the atmosphere that we're now creating. It's unbelievable. The big flags, the clackers, everybody seems to be getting so behind the team. It's that I haven't... I've seen one guy. I've seen one guy shake his head and give a big humph when the ball gets passed back to the goalkeeper and that. It's all part of football. You're retaining possession. When you've got the ball, the opposition can't score. So, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> for me, the season's only just begun. I mean, it's been a great start, but there's so much more to come. You know, and, and, and getting to Christmas time, getting to Christmas time, and you're still in that top four, top six. Fantastic. What I can I just point out? <laughs> I've just looked as well that I am absolutely one hundred percent right. It was one nil. City beat was Aston only... Villa by one goal to nil. Thank you uh, to Paul Kincheski goal. Uh, a fine hole. It was, it was a great was. goal at the end of the yeah. first half. It was a beast. Of I remember a goal, it so well. I was just trying to back you up, Phil. Yeah, thank so, you. So uh, apologies. I, I do remember on you saying it please. was the best draw you'd seen. That's going to be the best 1-0 victory you've ever seen. Well, you I must that, have said that. Were you in the Keith Weller bar again, Alan? Is that what it was in the match? No, not at all. I was filming with you after that. <laughs> Turning up to work, blimey. Mm. <laughs> um, so then, guys, of course, Leicester City versus Aston Villa on Saturday. Score predictions, please. I don't oh, know. I know, I know you love this. Here we go. You get bored with this, folks, don't you? Ring in. This is the first Tweet time. In. This is the first time I've asked you this. this Tell season, them you Alan. get bored. Um, I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for three, one. First goal scorer. First goal scorer is going to be Mark Albrighton. Phil, first goal scorer and score. Uh, I'm going to go for Wes Morgan to score first and mm-hmm. City to win 1-0. And if you want to enter our competition as well uh, to win a 100% LCFC T-shirt, a then clean sheet. Yeah, and Wes Morgan's score. I don't think we're quite there yet. I know. I'm going to have a bet on that one. Well, with Mark Jarvis. Why not? Hey. The odds would be brilliant. Well, they just... They certainly would. Mine will be big. 3-1 <laughs> and... Oh, Brighton. Mm, indeed. Uh, so, yeah, if you'd like to win a 100% OCFC t-shirt, then do play our game that we play every single... Here he is! It's John Sinclair! John Sinclair, the legend that is, has just... Walked into the room. John, good morning. You're looking absolutely horrendous this morning. How are you? Am I? I didn't think so. Always a pleasure to see you, John. I know. Come and sit. Come on, sit beside me here. Uh, we're, we're currently recording the 100% LCFC podcast, John. So oh, okay, okay. Sorry, Phil's giving me a microphone. Here, here, John. It's Saturday. Sorry, it's Sunday against Aston Villa. Is it a must-win game? If I, hate, it, I have John, to say, John, I have John, to know before I answer. I have to say, I hate that expression. Hey, you're on my <laughs> no, team, John. You're on my if, team. If you want to win every game, so it's every you're game. You're on every my game's a must team, game. John. See, you want to win every game, so every game is a must-win game. What's the score going to be, pal? 
I'm first Ooh, goal scorer. Yeah, he's put me on the spot now. Have I just? I, I fancy us to win it. Go actually, on, I'm going to go for uh, two nil. There you go. First goal scorer, John. Um, who? Two much. He's just Vardy. in bed. Go for Vardy. Mm. Vardy. Just Jimmy after Vardy. his uh, England debut as well. His full England debut, should I say. Uh, that is all we've got time for on the 100% LCFC podcast today. If you would like to see more preview for Aston Villa on Sunday, then head over to the 100% LCFC YouTube channel. But that, as like I said, is all we've got time for. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you to our guests, Phil Holloway, the 100% LCFC chief editor, former City striker, Alan Young, and the late but ever present... <laughs> John Sinclair, who joined us right at the end there. Uh, ever, but, ever so well, John Sinclair. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Massive pleasure to have you along. Keep up to date with all the 100% LCFC news on the official Facebook and Twitter pages and also the website as well at www.leicesterfantv.com. And if you do want to get in contact, you can find all the details on how to do that in the description of this track. But from all here at the 100% LCFC podcast, it is... Bye, bye. Cheerio. Bye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.